Welcome to the Scout Team MVPs podcast, your home for weekly sports talk, where we break down all of your favorite teams, players, and upcoming matchups. Here are your hosts, the Scout Team MVPs. Welcome back to the Scout Team MVPs podcast. I am your host, Chris McMillan. With me, Rob Guthrie, Shane Burlick, the boys are back in town. Hey, boys. How you doing? Well, that was adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Just for I, you. I can't complain. Yeah, yeah. Life's great. Life's great. Rob, uh, how's the new job going? Fantastic, Chris. I'm glad you asked. It's uh, it's going really good. I'm adapting well, and pretty soon I'll own the company. <laughs> Just, I mean, started a week ago or two weeks ago, and I mean, on your way to CEO. Sounds good. Yep. Shane, oh. are you... Uh, are you doing good uh, at your new job? Yeah, I didn't even know Rob had a new job. I just kind of assumed that he was like a homeless drifter. But yeah, my job's going great. I don't know. I can't complain. <laughs> Rob, no retort. <laughs> I don't have enough energy to retort. Huh. Well, sweet. <laughs> so it's fact I mean, if it's on the internet. That's true. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. It's we went over that last week, Shane, but you weren't here. Yeah, sorry, I was sick. Yeah, whatever. Sick my booty. Yeah, um, well, all right. Good times, good times. Well, we're back, and it is episode number eight. Uh, for those of you listening, if you've seen the weather at all in the Midwest, we are just getting um, destroyed. Uh, it's supposed to be negative fifty degrees tomorrow with the wind chill. So, no, thank you. So, you guys are joining me for that polar plunge, right? Polar plunge. We're going to do it in the trailer park pool that uh, Rob had growing up, right, Rob? Yeah. Yep. Totally. 100% trailer park (laughs) pool. Getting in. It's like a trailer park boys reference. Love it. Well, uh, on last week's episode, Shane, uh, we were talking about where we learned to swim. And I asked Rob if he had a pool growing up and he said that they don't have uh, a pools in trailer parks. So, <laughs> Oh, you do. They're just one of those little plastic ones you get at Walmart and then you fill it up. It's like a dog puddle. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, well, any, like I said, any pool yeah. that's not built into the ground is a trash pool. You know what I mean? You can't really dive in an above ground pool. Right, Shane? Well, you, you can, but that's how I got. Oh, never mind. Cut that. <laughs> well, yep. Episode number eight. We're back. It's cold outside, but we are hot fire inside. Maybe right, it's boys? cold outside. Don't yeah. you can't say that. Everyone will get it's all not, mad about that song. Not, hey, man, it's not, it's not my fault. Anymore. People are really, really weird. Yeah, they're a bunch yep. of whiners. That song's not that bad. Hey, you, uh, I'll go you boys take what, from Shane. <laughs> you boys know what this week is, right? Uh, the no? second of la- the last week of January. Oh, good that one! That is Shane. correct. But it's, that is correct. But it's also Super Bowl week, and that oh, is she. our first first topic of the day. Is talking a little bit of NFL. Topic two: We're going to get into some NBA action. Lots of good stuff going down. All star starters were announced. Captains were announced. We're going to get into that. Honorable mentions of the week in segment number three and scouting for picks. We're going to recap. Rob and I's and Shane's NBA picks from last week. And we're also going to give our Super Bowl picks. I know we are very excited for that. What day are they playing that game on? <laughs> I think it's a new game. Bowl? It's on Saturday, yeah, right? It's, uh, Saturday at uh, 11. 
Perfect. Yeah. You heard it here first. The most accurate sports show Perfect. in all the land. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Good times. Super Bowl week. Not that any of our our teams are in it, but you know, it's fun is. nonetheless, I guess. Yeah, whatever. The Tom Brady bandwagon jumper. Oh yeah, I forgot you well, have like I'm sorry, Shane, feet. that liked the Vikings, and then two years later liked the Seahawks. Get hey, off my junk. I don't deny that I. I don't know. I don't deny that I like Brett Favre more than the Packers. Him and I have a He's lot Brett in Favre common. Fan. Yeah, when did He's he Brett play Favre for fan. the Seahawks? Did he just Russell recently? Wilson played for the Badgers, son. So did uh, Melvin Gordon and James White. And yeah, and I root for Melvin and James, but I just don't like them JJ as much as Watt Russell. And <laughs> <clears throat> what about TJ Watt? Nah, TJ. He's pretty good, actually. He is kind yeah. of should have been drafted by the Packers. I don't even know who he plays for. Steelers. But got him. Yep. Steelers. Hey. I need that sound effect. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) All right, boys. Episode number eight. Here we go. Live coming at you. Well, we're not live. We're recorded. It's a podcast, but you know what I mean. Episode number eight coming at you. We'll be right back after this with segment number one. Jumping right into segment number one, gentlemen, we're talking a little NFL action here on episode eight of the Scout Team MVPs podcast. Boys, Super Bowl week, like we said in the intro, we got the Patriots and the Rams playing in Atlanta. Uh, I'm not sure if Atlanta's going to be able to recover. I saw they probably were slated for like an inch of snow down there, so they might have to cancel the game. Yeah, they're getting the same weather we have here, uh, same system. It's supposed to be like a two inches of snow shut down their whole freeway in their city a couple years back. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it's like kind of crazy how different it is uh, being here in Wisconsin compared to the south where we just had nine inches of snow on Monday and everyone's back to driving and uh, just fine. And now two inches of snow in Atlanta shuts shuts the city down. Wasn't it back when the Packers were in the Super Bowl in Dallas? There was like an ice storm and like... There was a mass issue with people getting to and from the game with the transportation. Yeah, they just don't have like the plows and like the salt trucks like we do up here. But yeah, you're right. And the Packers played in uh, Dallas for the Super Bowl. They had some ice and it was major, major problems. (laughs) Rob jumping in there. Yes, Super Bowl week, gentlemen. We got the Patriots. We got the Rams. Let's talk a little bit about that game and kind of give a little bit of a preview what we think might go down, and we'll get our final picks when we do our scouting for picks segment. But let's talk a little bit about that game, Rob. Kind of think where you think it's going to end up, who's got the the upper hand, and we're going to start. Rob, give us give us your uh, thoughts on that game. Well, I think the Rams are going to get the ball in the first half. Going to run up and down the field on the Patriots, probably score like 28 in the first half, and then they're going to get zilched out, and Tom Brady's going to make a game-winning drive and win his 18,000 Super Bowl. Sounds kind of like a, a game that was played not too long ago. Um, oh, but- yeah. <laughs> Shane, thoughts on this game? What's going to happen? What's going down? Tell us your thoughts. Well, there is one thing I do know for a fact that – Rob is correct about both teams will get the ball in the first half. Oh, yeah. That was, that was, yeah. That was, that was that's, a good take by him for that's, sure. <laughs> that's going to happen. For of you who watch football, that's generally how it works. Uh, <laughs> I really think what it's going to come down to 
Jared Goff, is he ready for the big stage? I mean, we've seen it. Um, it's happened to other quarterbacks. Tom Brady, like Rob did say, has been there, what, nine times now? Stage isn't going to be too big for Tom Brady. You give Bill Belichick two weeks to, re- to prepare for a team, we know what he can do. We saw what he did to the Chiefs uh, in the first half of that game. I mean, I don't think the Chiefs scored. Um, so I look for the Patriots to come out hot. That was a little bit uh, more in-depth than what we got from Rob. But, yeah, I think uh, it's definitely going to come down to experience for sure. I mean, I don't think it is. I don't think it is, Chris. Sorry. Well, I mean, we've had uh, Patriots in this scenario so many different times. Tom Brady obviously leading that team at quarterback position. Bill Belichick, head coach, they've been here before. They know what to expect. We have a young head coach in McVay for the Rams. We have a young quarterback in Jared Goff. Lots of players who haven't been on that big of a stage before. Biggest game of the year. I think uh, all signs are probably pointing to Patriots. I tend to agree. I just think that as long as the Rams defense is able to hold up, if it's a solid defense on Super Bowl Sunday, they're they're definitely going to win that game. But you never really know. Well, I think I think the Chiefs have, were tied for the most sacks in the NFL, and I don't know that they actually sacked Brady in that game in the AFC Championship game. And on the Rams side, you looked at that Saints game. Todd Gurley was on the bench for a lot of that fourth quarter. Um, CJ Anderson was getting the ball. I mean, he was good, but he's no Todd Gurley. I mean, we got to wonder what's going on there. Yeah. And I think another thing Shane brought it up earlier is Goff ready. I just don't think he's an elite quarterback and hasn't really done much to prove anything to the contrary. So, I mean, it's going to depend a lot on him too and not, not rely on Gurley to carry him through this game. Yeah, I think when you do have a young quarterback like that, you're going to want to try and rely on that that ground game as much as you can to kind of set the tone a little bit, um, keep the ball out of Brady's hands as much as possible. But yeah, I mean, we have two really good teams. They're there for a reason, and it's going to be very interesting to see who comes out on top. We're going to get our picks, like I said, later on in our scouting for picks segment. But huge game, obviously, Super Bowl Sunday, this Sunday in Atlanta, Pray for all those with their uh, two inches of snow down there. Make sure they uh, get to the game safely. Have a good game played. But, boys, you know what also we have that just went down this past weekend? I know it's our favorite game of the year, and that was the Pro Bowl. Did you guys watch it? Tell me your thoughts. Rob, what do you think? I haven't watched it since about 2001. I don't know. It's just such a boring game. Oddly specific. I, I don't really, I don't really watch them anymore. The skills competitions are far cooler than the game is, but yeah. Sorry, I couldn't tell you much about the game. Shane, thoughts? Pro Bowl? Uh, I kind of watched a little bit of it. Obviously, I watched Russell Wilson play a little bit. Um, everyone talks about the NBA All Star Game, and nobody plays defense. I mean, at least the NBA All Star Game's entertaining. Uh, the Pro Bowl is just like watching a bunch of guys just run around and try a little bit, and I, I don't even know. It, it wasn't great. It wasn't a very fun game to watch. Yeah, Pro Bowl, uh, very lackluster. It is every year. You know, they've tried in recent years to get a few more people's eyes on it with that skills challenge like you talked about, Rob, which was kind of entertaining. You know, they have they play dodgeball, and they do their different uh, – 
competitions and they wh- whichever side comes out on top NFC or AFC that winning team gets a little bit of money which is always nice but as far as the Pro Bowl itself is concerned AFC did come out on top 26 to 7 not that it really matters but it was played it was raining it was kind of brutal and uh yeah I mean not much else to say there really yeah I think the last good Pro Bowl game was the game where Randy Moss had like 200 some yards and a touchdown I think that's the last important game I've ever seen in a Pro Bowl. Was that 2001, like you said before? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. I'm not a genius, as you guys know. Well, no. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Awkward. <laughs> uh, yeah, but other NFL news, let's get into that. I mean, we have uh, Antonio Brown out there. What's going on with Antonio Brown? Is he coming back to the Steelers? Is he done? It kind of seems like he's uh, quickly, you know, burning bridges there in Pittsburgh. Yeah, man, it seems like everyone in Pittsburgh kind of does whatever they want. There's no structure. It doesn't seem like there's any discipline whatsoever. I mean, I know these guys are stars, but you got to treat them like you're paying them. You know what I mean? Shane Dawson Antonio Brown. It looks like he just needs a change of scenery, honestly. Where he would go, I, I just don't know where I mean where he would fit. I mean, obviously I think I don't know who it was, one of the big time sports guys said there's no room for the diva receiver anymore. And I mean that's kinda true. I mean, you look at Randy Moss, he went to New England and he kinda turned it around and had a good couple of years. I mean but I just don't see the Patriots giving up a huge amount for Antonio Brown kind of at the tail end of Brady's career. And who knows if Belichick will be back. I mean, maybe Cleveland's a good fit for Antonio Brown. Yeah, I could see Cleveland being a definite possibility. Um, you got the Le'Veon Bell situation, too. I know on Instagram a couple weeks ago there was a picture floating around with, with Le'Veon, Jarvis Landry, and Antonio Brown. That would be quite the trio, Brown and Landry at receiver and Le'Veon Bell at running back if that were to come to fruition. But, yeah, it's just crazy. It just seems like that relationship has completely just depleted over the last couple of years, you know, reading different articles that their relationship has been fractured for quite some time now between himself, the coaching staff, Big Ben. It just doesn't seem like a very good situation all around. But, yeah, it will be kind of interesting to see what team out there might be interested, what they're going to give up for him potentially to get Antonio Brown on that, on that squad. That's why I think Cleveland's a good fit though. I mean, they're that Cleveland honestly has more of an upside than probably 90% of the teams in the league right now. I mean, they've got young quarterbacks, young talent everywhere. You look at all these teams in the playoffs. Now look at the Patriots. Brady's getting down towards the end. Big Ben, he's talked about retirement. He's kind of going the Brett Favre route. Uh, you know, Drew Brees, he's talking about walking away. Phillip Rivers is in his late 30s. I mean, the Browns are going to be a contender in the AFC within a year or two. Yeah, and I mean, the Browns wouldn't be that bad. I'm just thinking more of the lines of allowing these players to do whatever they want. Obviously, the Browns kind of let josh gordon slide a lot on his actions but then they get rid of johnny manzel as soon as they can so i don't know they kind of shown that they can they can go both ways with disciplinary actions and i mean you just got to get these guys to be responsible and i guess not 
dink around with millions and millions of dollars. Well, when your head coach's name is Freddie Kitchens, you know he's ready to lay down the law. <laughs> yeah, my boy Fred. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, crazy situation. I mean, somebody that talented like Antonio Brown uh, going to be hard for the Steelers probably to just give him up for for nothing. It's going to be interesting to see what they can get for him, if anything, or if this is just going to be another Le'Veon Bell situation. Yeah, I mean, oh. I'm not like super – Super concerned for the Steelers because they still got a lot of young talent like Smith Schuster. As long as he doesn't go anywhere, I think they'll be all right. I think Big Ben's a problem. Honestly, he's he's too dramatic uh, as a quarterback position. He is a guy that's going to put it on everyone else. Uh, I just think Big Ben is a big problem there. He's got to get his attitude and his kind of diva ness under control too. It's not just Antonio Brown. Yeah, I think it's not talked about enough is there's been quite a few reports and things like that, that big Ben definitely has his opinion. Um, he's been there for a long time and yeah, I mean, he's one of those quarterbacks that certainly seems to want to get his way. It will be interesting boys to see what happens again in Pittsburgh. It seems like we're always talking about the Steelers when it comes time for off season and what's going on there. Usually talking about Le'Veon Bell, but now we're talking about him as well as Antonio Brown, where they're going to end up. But Lots going on in the NFL. Super Bowl Sunday this weekend. Get our picks later on in the episode. Segment number one coming to a close, and we'll be right back after this. And we're back here on the Scout Team MVPs podcast. Episode number eight, segment number two. We're talking a little NBA action. I'm your host, Chris McMillan. Rob Guthrie, Shane Burlick here, talking NBA. Let's talk some all-star game starters. They were just announced recently. And our two captains for the East and the West, not even the East and the West anymore, is it? We just have Team Giannis and Team LeBron, two highest vote-getters in the all-star game voting. Rob keeps talking. He's got lots to say. So with that, Rob, why don't you go over our all-star starters, and we'll uh, we'll debate. All right, obviously Giannis is a starter. Obviously Curry and Durant, pretty much the Warriors. Joel Embiid, who I hate. Paul George, who I think is old and washed up. James Harden, who travels on a daily basis. Kyrie Irving, who's a drama queen. LeBron James, who's the most prima donna person since Shane Burlick. Kawhi Leonard, the most overrated defensive player ever, and and Kemba Walker, who is that? You know what I mean? Wow, that's that's a pretty of, opinionated. Uh, yeah, a lot of opinions there. Uh, hey, man, for, we don't have a show for your, nothing. How did your basketball career turn out? Uh, better than yours, Shane. I think <laughs> oh, you played a total of like one minute. I never pretended to be good at basketball, though. Neither did I. I just was. Ooh. Um, <clears throat> Anyways, moving Shane, on. Do you even have 20 points in your whole career? Oh, yeah, in Summer League all the time. Let yeah. alone game. <laughs> Summer I League, yeah. Summer League, yeah. yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure. I was more of a a, a facilitator. You were more yeah. of a... That's true, that's artist true. Artist slash play and drama type nerd, weren't you? We went to the same school. You know that's not true. <laughs> 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 yeah, let's uh I think let's, Rob uh, forgot I where he came. 
Yep, I did. I try to forget as many memories as I have with Shane Burlick in them. So. That whole sentence just didn't make sense. I try to forget as many memories as I have. Hmm. I liked it. Yeah, no, I liked it too. I think I Shane, so. you're just a little. Yeah, let's uh, let's uh, run down. Uh, I know Rob gave you guys all the rundown of the All Star starters, but let's kind of dive a little more in depth into them. Talked about Giannis. Obviously, we've talked about him every episode because he's the man. Steph Curry, Golden State Warriors. This is his sixth All Star selection. Kevin Durant, ten All Star selections already. That's kind of crazy. Uh, let's see here. Joel Embiid, 76ers forward. It kind of does. I mean, I remember when he was drafted by the Sonics and don't even. I remember when he was at Texas. Paul George, sixth all-star selection. James Harden, seventh. Kyrie Irving, sixth all-star selection. LeBron James. Isn't it crazy that LeBron James has been in the league for uh, 16 years, 15 years now? No, I'm waiting for the time he retires. (laughs) <laughs> well, you're going to wait a little bit. He said he wants to play with his son. So Yeah, well, he's going to freaking blow out both of his knees if I have anything to say about it. Wow. Well, Very uh, opinionated Rob Guthrie. Somebody ever assaults no, LeBron, you heard it, who it was here. I just I've never been a fan of LeBron, probably mostly due to the fact he's always compared to Michael Jordan. And I don't like it. He's obviously a great basketball player, but not my style. Not everybody has to be your cup of tea, but LeBron, 15th All-Star selection. Let's not go down that road. The LeBron-Jordan debate will be here all night. Uh, We could do a whole episode on that. Not really, because it's easy. MJ all day, that's it. I guarantee all three of us will agree. Let's go down that road. Chris, who you got? MJ versus LeBron. Who you got? Um, I'm partial to MJ, but I don't want yeah, to talk exactly. about it for, nope. yep, for that's 16 minutes. Shane? Shane? I'm a Michael Red Shane? guy. I don't know. Michael Red. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love uh, it. Speaking of Michael Red, actually, no, this has nothing to do with Michael Red. Kawhi Leonard, third all-star selection. Kemba Walker, Charlotte Hornets, third all-star selection as well. Those are your all-star starters. And like I mentioned earlier, Giannis and LeBron are the captains. They kind of schoolyard pick them out of those starters there gonna be interesting to see who picks who if we're gonna get uh, some russell westbrook and joel Embiid on the same team see if we can get a fight you know i really don't like joel Embiid. i really don't it's joel. or it's joel yeah does it really effing matter you guys kind of yeah a little bit it's the guy's name oh, oh really i call you shan all the time shan shan shane well I'm- shan Shane? I'm not famous Shanny? aside from all the Shanny? people that listen to this deal. Shanny Burlick? Shanny. The only reason Joel and Embiid is any famous is because he's like seven feet tall. And he's hey. got a he's and, got a he's very pretty good at basketball. And he hits ah, up Rihanna on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. He's he's more famous for his sliding in the DM tweets as as more than he is his basketball play. That's all right. Guys, I'm more. You, know, you gotta be good at gotta be good at multiple things. Yeah, he's multi talented. What happened to you, Shane? You uh, I'm not. I'm not multi talented. That's why I'm doing this show and not playing in any All Star games. <laughs> Scout team MVPs. Yeah, yeah. we're MVPs. My, my, my talent is sitting in front of a computer and talking about things. And you uh, can't even get that right. <laughs> technology hard. <laughs> at least I got. At least I got Joel Embiid's name right. If that, if that if that really is like an argument for like 
being successful at something, I feel bad. This is, this is getting off the rails. Let's get this donkey show back on the on track here. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Uh, Giannis LeBron, team captain. It's going to be interesting to see who they pick for the All-Star game. We've also, gentlemen, had quite the first half of the NBA season. And oh, Shane, I know you weren't on last crap. week's episode, but remember, remember a short time ago when I said that I was not worried about the Golden State Warriors. Well, I think they've won, what, 11 straight games? Shane, something like crickets. that. Yeah. Do you got the cricket crickets? Noises? I wish I should, yeah, crickets. Something crickets, like that. Anything? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I just maybe I just want to see him lose. I don't know. Maybe just want to see him lose. Wow. Huh. I thought I was going to get more out of you than that, but yeah, I no threw kidding. my voice pretty well there. Wow. Sounds just like me. What a Sally. <laughs> Don't do that. They, Someone's going to be very upset with yeah, you for saying that. Right? that like <laughs> She's the reason I said it. Oh, man. Oh, shout out. Shout out. Shout you out, know Mother. You love you. Mother, love you. Talk a little bit about the All-Star game coming up, and uh, let's give our rundown of where the standings are at right now, Rob. Looking at the Eastern Conference, Bucks still in first place percentage-wise over the Raptors. Pacers in third. Let's talk about the Pacers because they had a major injury just happen recently. Oh, yeah. Um, you know how I was talking last week about how they were surprising me and Oladipo was kind of carrying him? He did something to his knee, season ending, of course, and does not look good for the Pacers' outlook for the rest of the season. Yeah, he's kind of their uh, their go-to guy, obviously, on that team. And with him being down for the rest of the year at this juncture already, not gonna, not not looking so good for the Pacers. 76ers close, you know, on their heels, sitting in that four spot. Celtics still at five, Nets six, Heat seven, Charlotte Hornets in that eight spot with a twenty-four and twenty-five record. Still got our Bucks boys sitting up on that uh, the old number one spot. Shane, what's gonna go down? the rest of the way i'd love to see the bucks take that home for the number one seat i mean who knows what boston's gonna do i mean they've been disappointing uh toronto's obviously pretty solid but i I think the bucks can push for that number one seat i mean i don't see any other teams in the east that are head and shoulders better than they are or uh, i think they could play with anyone in any given day yeah i think so too i mean we've seen that Giannis obviously a huge part of that team but their bench Especially too, I mean, you're not going to have a team like the Bucks that's doing as well as they are without having some sort of help, and they've shown that their bench can definitely get the job done. We have the uh, the trade deadline coming up here in about a week and a half, and it'd be interesting to see if the Bucks are any sort of major players at all because we've had some big names being th- thrown around there as possible uh, being Anthony traded. Davis. We got the brow saying yeah. he wants to be traded from the New Orleans Pelicans, boys. Any chance the Milwaukee Bucks can get their hands on him, even if he's just no. a rental? Probably not. Um, it just it comes down to, to money. They have a lot of money tied into their players right now. Granted, they are playing well for really only having one superstar. Uh, you, again, you got Brooke Lopez picking up some slack. Brogdon playing well on a night-to-night basis, but... I just don't think with how much money they have tied up in their contracts that they'll be able to get another supermax type deal player. Yeah, but I don't I don't think the money's the issue for a rental. It's what they would have to give up for the rental. I mean what what if I mean Anthony Davis is not gonna come cheap. You're not just gonna get him for a first round draft pick that's not even gonna be a lottery pick. You, have to, you probably Correct. have to give up Middleton 
or Thon Maker, maybe. I, I know Thon wanted to trade too, but you're going to have to give up some good assets for that. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, it might be interesting because Thon Maker did kind of hint he wanted out of Milwaukee, but that's still nowhere near Anthony Davis trade level, you know? Yeah, I think when it comes to Anthony Davis, he's kind of said he wants to go to a contender, which the Bucks are, but um, he's probably got his couple teams that he's looking at long-term. I know he said that there's only those couple teams that he would be willing to sign long-term. Everybody else, he would just be a rental for them. But, I mean, if you got to think as a Bucks organization, being in where you're at right now, you have to at least do your due diligence to see what it would take, if it's even feasible, if it's not understandable, but you got to think they at least have to make that call to the Pelicans. I mean, you would think so, but the owners are just so stingy and they just don't really spend much money. They're kind of like the Brewers. They really don't throw out a lot of a lot of money. They just kind of put it into a lot of different types of players and not really tie them up on a, to one player. I disagree with that about the Brewers, man. They're going to have their highest payroll ever to start a season this year. Uh, so the Brewers put mm-hmm. money out there mm-hmm. when they can, so they don't not do that yeah i think in general they signed besides a couple pitchers in the last like three years that have like super crazy large contracts well they traded for an mvp and lorenzo kane was like a gold glove caliber center fielder but this is an nba segment so yeah that's true i'm just saying i'm just saying that in years past the brewers did not Shell out a ton of money for free agents. That's they don't not have how the Wisconsin money. does sports. Money or Boston money. They don't have that money. They're not that oh, market. That, that's the point. Milwaukee doesn't have that money either. So it's not that they don't want to shell out money. They just don't have it. The NBA is a little bit different than the MLB, though, in terms of money structure. Yeah, that's true. But again, Milwaukee doesn't like to spend a ton of money on just one player. So, well, that's because they can't. They could. They, they got rid of Delavadova and a couple large contracts. If they get a, I mean, they're a, not LA. True, but they have to get people don't get want to come here for the negative other, sixty degree temperatures. Shane, I understand that, but in order for them to really make a play at another super max type player, they have to get rid of some of these large contracts. Probably Brooke Lopez or, you know someone even like Middleton, like you were saying. So they'd have to give up a lot of what their core is in order to get someone like Davis. Which they wouldn't because it's working. I mean, exactly. I, I mean, it depends on what you have to give up for him. If you can get him for a first-round pick and Thon Maker, I make that deal every day, but oh, that's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I think it ultimately it's just it's, it's fun to think about Anthony Davis with Giannis on that Bucks team right now. Obviously, you'd have to give up lots of different pieces. Um, it's be interesting to see where Anthony Davis ends up, but probably got to think he's going to end up somewhere a little bit warmer with a, a team called the Los Angeles Lakers. It's yeah, happen. That, that, that's more possible, especially after seeing down, down the news that uh, Clay Thompson said that if Golden State doesn't offer him a max contract, he's uh, willing to sign with the Lakers if Anthony Davis is on the team. <laughs> yeah, I could just see super team. Could you imagine Anthony Davis Clay Thompson and then uh, LeBron and a probably Dumzo Ball. Yeah, I think uh, Lonzo is 
going to be off that team shortly just based on Lakers making different moves. But um, yeah, lots of things happening in the NBA. I just want to give a quick rundown of where things are at in the Western Conference. Like we talked about, Warriors sitting at number one, Nuggets two, Thunder three, Trailblazers four, Rockets five, Spurs six, Jazz seven, Clippers rounding out that eight spots. And we do have the Los Angeles Lakers still in at number nine and sitting there for the last couple of weeks now. But going to be a great all-star break like we talked about boys going to see who rounds out those all-star teams with that let's move right along into segment number three right after this and we're back here on the scout team mvps podcast episode number eight segment number three jumping right into our honorable mentions for the week boys and uh, since it's Super Bowl week, one of the fun things that always goes down is we have lots of different prop bets, kind of uh, silly things that uh, people bet on. They think that might happen, might not happen. Uh, we're going to kind of go through some of these. Uh, Shane, any thoughts on any of those prop bets that uh, jumped out at you? Yeah, there's a couple interesting ones. Uh, the one that really jumped out at me was who wins the Puppy Bowl. That's big time there's, right there. Yeah, the Puppy Bowl, as we all know, is the much more entertaining game than the actual Super Bowl. I think Team Rough is projected to win that game. Nice. Um, but anyways, no, in terms of the actual game, a lot of them are interesting. Like what color liquid Gatorade will get thrown on the coach? I think blue what is do you the got? favorite. What do you, what's your, what's your uh, thoughts? Uh, give me, give me red or orange. I think, Ooh. uh, that's, I like red or orange for, for that. And then another one was when he use a prop during a touchdown celebration. The Patriots definitely won't. I don't see the Rams doing, I don't know. I, this is just some weird ones. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Rob, any of those, uh, prop bets jump out at you? Any interesting ones that you're going to be betting on this Sunday? Nope. <laughs> uh, great stuff as always alright not a big fan of prop there's, bets there's a lot about Jim Nance like will he say hello friends oh, yeah. or hot Lanta or will anybody take a knee during the national anthem or will Donald Trump tweet about it or something I think those will be it's just it's it's just fun to look at these kind of things. Like you don't need to know anything about sports to bet on that kind of stuff really yeah there's going to be so much uh so much stuff going on. It's obviously one of the, it's the most watched thing um, on television during the year. And uh, lots of different prop bets going down. A lot of stuff about the national anthem. Like you said, Shane, America, the beautiful, how long is it going to take over under 95 seconds? You bet 115 Shane, to win 110. I mean, definitely doable. seems like a, not a very smart bet to me, but <laughs> watching the national anthem, I guess that would kind of make it, more entertaining not to say i'm unpatriotic but i mean the national anthem we've all heard it a million times that way i'd be like sitting there with my timer like come on gladys hold out a little bit longer for that national how about this one how about this one uh will tom brady announce his retirement after the game and the pick is no but uh if you You already announced i know but if you if you uh you can bet 2500 bucks to win 100 that's (laughs) that's uh how funny would it be if Tom Brady was the... just doing that to mess with people and he was like, yeah, actually did announce his retirement <laughs> after the game. He's like, I saw that prop bet. All right, peace out. Rob, you want to jump in? Tom Brady? 
Nope. All right. Yeah, we know you love Tom, <laughs> Rob. Come on. Yeah, I do. But, you know, he said multiple times he's got zero chances of retiring. Yeah, yet. Uh, lots of different prop bets out there. You can pretty much bet on just about anything that you think might happen during that game or won't happen during that game. Makes it fun for those of you that don't really care about football but like to uh, get in on the action, gamble a little bit. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, what do you let's got? Let's make a prop bet of our own. Go on. I want one of the prop bets to be that one of the ball boys gets run over by a player. During What's the game. uh? How under under? Oh, that was that was hilarious. But I mean, oh yeah, really? I was, I was pretty excited, but then you kind of like just gets gets run over by uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So yeah. as for usual, uh, great stuff, out Rob. there. Uh, good times, good times. But uh, we have some other honorable mentions. That was our first one for this week. But we've got another one out there, and it looks like NASCAR is banning drivers and team members from betting on races. Isn't that just like a given? Anyway, he is not here. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> okay. Sure. Uh, I can uh, talk about it, I guess. <laughs> to me, that's not super surprising. Um, I think Pete Rose still isn't in the Hall of Fame for baseball for betting on even his own team. Um, I guess my familiarity with NASCAR is that my mom was a huge Jeff Gordon fan, and my room was painted in his colors yeah, when I was a kid for whatever reason. That choice was kind of made for me, but... I, w- I was a rainbow warrior yeah, too. I, I mean, guess it just seems kind of like a like a no brainer. Like I'm gonna bet on me not to win. Crash. Yeah, that's. I mean, interesting headline there that's coming from ESPN about NASCAR. Another cool tidbit, Shane, and our third I'll mention of this week is I'm not sure if you watch NHL at all, but we had NHL All Star Game festivities going down in the skills competition a few nights ago, and history was made we had kendall coin schofield team usa member for the women participating uh in the all-star skills competition and she uh did the the speed skate competition pretty cool to see not sure if you saw the video at all but she was flying around that uh yes uh i'm always impressed with people that can ice skate that well uh i used to want to play hockey when i was a kid but the skating backwards was my kind of problem but yeah hockey is an entertaining sport i like to watch it i would seriously kill if we could get a professional hockey team in milwaukee i would yeah i think that we do have uh the milwaukee admirals but you know not uh, in the nhl but fun to watch their games every now and again but yes it would be nice to get an nhl team here in wisconsin i think there'd be a lot of support for that they did just build five for Form in Milwaukee, arena. and it would be nice because maybe we could get some of those people that pretend to like the Chicago Blackhawks to actually uh, cheer for a team from their home state. Yeah, well, you know, it's a Chicago team, <laughs> so we're not going to – I won't go there. Um, uh, yeah, with Illinois that, listeners. Shane uh, and Ra, we had a couple nice honorable mentions this week. Talked a little prop bets. Get your bets in now for those prop bets. We uh, talked a little – NASCAR not being able to bet on their own stuff, which seems uh, like, again, like a no-brainer. And uh, a little bit of talk about the NHL and women participating in the NHL skills competition. Great to see. But with that, we are going to take a short break and be back right after this for our Scouting for Picks segment. (music) 
we are back shane and rob on the scout team mvps podcast episode number eight i'm your host chris mcmillan like i just said we have shane and rob with us we're jumping into our scouting for picks segment but before we do that gentlemen and rob i know you're gonna get a kick out of this one i did the exact same thing that i did last week i didn't talk about our social media in our first segment classic (laughs) classic chris but yes we are on social media we are on facebook and twitter at scout team mvps you can find us online at scout team mvps.com or our podcast profile anchor.fm slash scout team mvps lots of good stuff up there check us out shane i know you are a big social media person and i know you check out all of our stuff all the time totally active on twitter um do we have a social media hashtag yet is that a thing like hashtag scout team MVPs. Is that a deal yet or no? Um, it's not really a thing. It's just, that's oh. just our name. Cause they could know. just add us. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, Shane's, uh, as you can see, Shane, about, not very good. As, yeah. I'm about as good at social media as I am a sports <laughs> podcast talk radio. Apparently. <laughs> Do we have a hashtag yet? <laughs> hey, just because at least you knew what my hashtag, dad, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Just because my mom and dad set up all my technology for me and I have to call my 50-year-old parents with questions on how to set stuff up, that doesn't make me bad at technology, guys. Yeah, not a big deal, right? But, you know, no technology needed, Shane, for the scouting for picks segment. And recap of last week's picks. First game, we had Bucks versus the Hornets. We all picked the Milwaukee Bucks, and we were all correct. Milwaukee Bucks coming out on top, 108 to 99. Giannis, 34 points in that game, 14 rebounds. Studly, as always. Next game that we picked, we picked the Golden State Warriors and the Celtics, and we all went with Golden State in that matchup, and we were all correct once again. 115 to 111 was that final score. Golden State coming out on top. Kevin Durant, 33 points. Steph Curry, 24 points. In the final matchup, and I told Rob this when we recorded last week, Shane, that the only reason why I picked the 76ers is because I didn't want to pick all of the same teams as he did, and I should have not done that because the uh, Nuggets won that matchup. Yeah, you shouldn't have done that, and you should have known better. <sighs> Rob, should have went with you there, buddy. Yeah, but then we probably both would have lost. <laughs> they, they would have somehow both lost the, the game. But, yes, Denver Nuggets coming out on top, 126-110. to 110. Shane and Rob both getting that game correct. I got that game wrong. I went with the 76ers. Wrongo for me. But that brings us, boys, to what we've all been waiting for, and that is our Super Bowl 53 picks, Patriots and Rams. Shane, we're going to start with you. Tell us who you got in the big game and why. Well, I think I have picked against the Patriots every single game in this playoffs. Um, I was one of the people that kind of wrote off Tom Brady and the gang. That's been a mistake, obviously. Watching him play these last couple weeks, I mean, he's been lights out. The stage isn't going to be too big for them in New England. I just think that this is another game that New England's just going to pull away with or pull away with uh, on the Rams. I think it's going to be, you know, close for most of the game, but the fourth quarter, I think you're going to see Tom Brady take over. The Patriots will take it by 10. Um, I just don't see Jared Goff 
then who knows with what's going on with Gurley last week was spending a lot of time on the bench. Um, I just think New England's going to scheme them pretty well, give Belichick some time, and he'll be able to figure out a good game plan. Yeah, good stuff. Rob, let's get your pick. I just think it's going to be a very methodical and hard-nosed game, and nobody plays those games better than the Patriots. I don't know. Tom Brady's five Super Bowls kind of speak for themselves. And obviously, I'm not going to root against Tom Brady. I'm always going to pick Tom Brady, even against Tom Brady. So, yep, I'm going to go with New England. Um, It's probably going to be a very close game. But, uh, yeah, Tom Brady. (laughs) I can't believe you guys are doing this to me. Both going Patriots. I'm picking last. I don't want to do it, but hmm. It's either you pick the Rams and we're right, or you pick the Patriots and we're all wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let me just break this down a little bit because we've talked about it at length for a lot of times that we've talked about the Patriots, but anytime that you have uh, a team with – somebody like Tom Brady been in the league forever. We know that been a billion Super Bowls, billion different playoff games, head coach like Bill Belichick this long to prepare two weeks, like Shane touched on. I mean, it's so hard to play against the Patriots in a game like this, especially when you have a young team, like we talked about earlier in the Rams, Jared Goff, a quarterback. Hmm. You know, if the Rams can control the ground game, I really do like their chances. But when it comes down to it, too much experience for the New England Patriots. And I know you guys hate me for this, but I'm going to have to go into New England Patriots as well to win this game. So we're all going to be uh, riding the Patriot train this weekend. But, I mean, part of me just hopes I'm wrong. We could pick scores to differentiate between who's right. Nope. <laughs> I'm willing to put up a final score. Oh, yeah, I am too, but we're all going to be wrong, so I don't think it matters. I know, Shane, I want to hear your final score. What do you think the final score is going to be? I know you talk about Patriots by 10, but what do you think the final is going to be? I think it's going to be, like I said, tight until the end. Um, give me 31-21 Patriots. 31-21 Patriots. Rob, any, any, uh, any thoughts score-wise? Oh, crap. I'm gonna go. Hmm, I'm gonna go twenty to twenty-one Patriots. Twenty-one, <laughs> twenty Patriots. Okay. Well, you know what? I mean, I know uh, we saw the Chiefs a couple weeks back score bunch there, especially in that fourth quarter against the Patriots defense. But I don't, I don't think we have another high-scoring matchup. But I do think we have something like a 27-24 final in favor of the Patriots, obviously. So we're all pretty close, you know, 10 points or less. Rob, close one, one point. But it's going to be quite <laughs> the matchup, I think, no matter what. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be a fun game to watch. Scouting for picks, boys, That that's our last NFL pick for this uh, football season. Kind of a bittersweet. Yep, yep, pretty cool. I'm glad it's yeah, over. Hard to, yeah, well, yeah, you had a rough time of it, but, you know. <laughs> With that, gentlemen, you know, that uh, 
is wrapping up our scouting for picks segment for our eighth episode on the scout team MVPs podcast. And we are going to be right back after this to wrap it up for the week. And we're back here on episode eight to wrap it up for the week, boys. Been a fun episode. Always fun talking to you guys, especially when we get you both on here at the same time. Good times, right? Yeah, it can be. <laughs> <laughs> More awkward silence there. Yeah, uh, it can be. I mean, uh, if, if Rob's in a good mood. Yeah, I mean. Right, Rob? Yeah, yeah if you're in a good mood, the show is great. And if you're in a bad mood, should be lifting your spirits. Our crap, yeah, this should be puts you in a good mood. So, yeah. Oh. Rob, you know what I want from you right now? I want you, in your very best mood, to tell our listeners where they can find us on social media and online. Our viewers can find us on facebook.com slash scout team MVPs or at scout team MVPs on Twitter and scoutteammvps.com. Nice. Yeah, uh, we're pretty, out there. We're pretty offended you don't ask me to pitch the social media ever. That's because you can I, barely talk about sports. I totally know what Twitter is. <laughs> the, old, the old Twitter. Faceback. Yeah, the old, the old is, uh, face do we, tweet. Do we not have a MySpace page? I mean, we should. Yeah, I feel like we're missing out on a big audience on MySpace. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you know we're just ostracizing the the MySpace users, so we yeah, should probably get one of those up. Get that aim yeah. chat going too. We're gonna get let Shane work on our our MySpace and our uh, AOL Instant Messenger um, <laughs> to, to reach out I'll to have, all of our fans. I'll have that up next week. You might know how to do that. I'm not sure. No, I believe actually you made my MySpace page back in the day for me. Probably, so. probably true. And my Facebook page for that matter. I had to let you. Uh, and that's when I knew Chris was going to be an IT whiz. Yeah, I mean, we had to let get Shane up on MySpace so he could do all those different bulletins. You know, get him, uh, get him going. I still don't know how to use any of that stuff. I don't even. I use the Facebook mobile site, not the app on my phone. So yeah, <laughs> that's true. Just not not a big fan of apps. I hate apps. No. So why would I you pay for that? Apps I like. The ones from Applebee's, a brew pub pretzels, delicious. Those are yeah, good. Free product advertisement for Applebee's, wonderful. Yeah, they'll sponsor us in no yeah. time. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't care. What are they gonna do? <laughs> yeah, they ain't gonna nothing. do nothing. Just exactly. free advertising for Come them. Get us. <laughs> they ain't gonna do nothing. <laughs> yes, episode number eight coming to a close, gentlemen. We talked a lot of good stuff this week. Did we? NFL. Yeah, I think so. And you know, NFL, Pro Bowl, <laughs> Super Bowl. We uh, had some NBA talks. We had some honorable mentions this week, Rob. Um, I know you were a big fan of those honorable mentions this week. Lots of input from you during that segment. Yeah, you were pretty um, quiet. It was <laughs> nice. <laughs> and uh, when, we had our, uh, when we had our scouting for picks, where we picked our final NFL game of the season, it was a great episode. Can I just tell the viewers the story about the honorable mentions? Yeah, I think it's I think it's very worthy of of uh, some time here. Yeah, you, you better tell it or I will run it down for him. So, so I'm just kind of upset. Not upset. I'm just over the episode at the honorable mention segment this wow. week. And uh, 
I literally quit mid segment and uh, I got in my car. I was driving to, let's say, the gas station. Where were you actually going? No, 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 no. No, no, no. Where were you going? I decided to go to Walmart. Um, for need what? To get a few things and then I uh, get a little chat from the boys and I had to turn around and come back to finish this segment. So you're welcome yeah, you for go- doing that. And I know you guys appreciate for? it. Yeah, we like you. Yeah, thanks for turning your car around. I mean, I think you had some important things to get at Walmart, but I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that that uh, that house that I pulled in the driveway to turn around was really weirded out. But I mean, well, maybe if you'd had oh, your well. shirt on, it wouldn't have been a problem. <laughs> What's that man doing That's in sixty below? Literally the funniest thing. <laughs> That is literally the funniest thing Shane has ever said in his life. Yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty good. Yes. I'm sorry, yeah. did you say funny or fummy? Funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Touche. Oh, okay. Great episode, boys. Episode number eight coming to a close. Yeah, I hope you guys uh, stay warm. I know it's going to be pretty pretty chilly the rest of this week. Rob, no more uh, Walmart trips without your shirt on. Um, I mean, that's pretty much my final takeaway, I guess. Yeah. Um, shirt stays on from now on. Those looks I got were weird. <laughs> Welcome to my life. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Just a day in the life. There What's that, boys? <laughs> Wrapping up our episode number eight here on the Scout Team MVPs podcast. Be sure to join us every Wednesday subscribe tune in make sure you know when we are dropping another episode hear us every single wednesday on your favorite podcast platform gentlemen another great week and we'll do it all again next week have a good one uh, are you sure yep Deuces. i'm back next week oh okay we'll right. see you guys next week <laughs> see you later Thank you for listening to the Scout Team MVPs. Be sure to subscribe and tune in next week as the MVPs discuss all the nonstop action in the world of sports.